Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to tonight, episode of Spanish with me, Robert. With me, P. And like Mo. Yeah. Us man out here. Yeah. Z- Come on. Yeah. Peter's throwing gang signs. I don't know why this guy's singing. That Robert's having a moment, man. I got a song in my heart. There was a song in my heart. I swear that's like that's like every every worshipper's ad lib. There's the song in my heart. <laughs> Just sing the song in your heart. Relax, man. <laughs> oh, right. It was so funny on on Sunday at church. Right. Like 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 worship was going on. And then I think was trying to get people to stand up and, and engage, you know, engage. <laughs> and then Bia came up to us and was like, you know, it'll be nice if people just come and, you know, take part and stand up and just take part in the worship. It actually looked bad. Like, and you can see, it's hard, man. It's hard when you're up there. I wasn't even leading worship or part of the worship team on Sunday. But it's hard when you're up there. You're like trying to go for it, and no one's getting involved. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> they were like, "Let's stand up, let's stand up." <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you know. Even at least, like, people are looking around to see, like, are we are we standing up or what are we doing? No one was even doing that. It was almost as if you said anything. Kind of feet to it still. Wow, the, 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 the year feels like it's gone so quickly. It feels like it's February. getting slow for me. It feels like really? it's getting slow. I can't lie. Like, I feel like we've been in February for too long. Or we've been in January for too long. We've been February in too long. Just, uh, let's get going, man. I feel like I haven't accomplished anything. I need to stick my finger in. No, pull my finger out. What? One of them. Bro, I'm to stick my finger in. I don't want to know where your mind is at, fam. I'm trying to think, because the, the saying was saying is pull your, pull finger, your out. finger out. Yeah, yeah. pull your finger out. Stick your finger in. What saying is that? Pull your finger out of what? Of your ass. <laughs> you get moving. Why, why would it be? Okay. I don't know. I don't know, but that's just the saying. <laughs> yeah, don't try to analyze it too much. <laughs> it's, it's a bit like Bob's your uncle. It makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, no, <laughs> that is a fair point. <laughs> just that for anyone related to Robert, he actually would be your uncle. Yeah, I might be yeah. uncle, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, cool. 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 Are you in the hot seat this week, PR? Yes, there was more last week, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, uh, can I go first? Yes, sir. Hmm. Cool. Uh, with you know Valentine's Day being on Monday, uh, Peter, what would you say is a biblical perspective, or what should a Christian's outlook on the holiday of Valentine's Day be? I mean, given it's not a biblical uh, holiday, for the most part, I can say whatever. But I think um, my my sort of attitude towards it is similar to. And, and this might be a stretch. I don't think this is the context in which Paul said it, but it's similar to sort of um, do not despise, not, not not do not despise, but don't do things that will cause other people to stumble. And also, um, or in the same vein, uh, if one person doesn't want to eat meat, or one person 
wants to eat meat, you sort of allow each to their own on issues that do not concern salvation. And I think Valentine's Day is one of those, especially for married folk. Um, if the missus, you know, if the missus is sensitive to those sort of things and, you know, she will be seeing all of her friends, all of her things getting Valentine's Day stuff. Even if you don't care, you do it for her because why not? It's not concerning salvation. If she wants something then out of love for her, I think you do it. Um, and vice versa. I know some guys are Nancy's like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, but, but vice versa. Um, depending on the love language, etc. some guys might want a bit, you know something and again i'm speaking in the context of a marriage outside of a marriage i think it can be a dangerous time um as with all other things as with all other events birthdays um easter you know any sort of holiday it can be dangerous in a relationship because the society has built you know built th- built things around what couples are supposed to be doing <laughs> Yeah. Why, why, why did you include Easter? <laughs> <laughs> why did you include Easter? Um. No, but it, it, yeah, no, Easter probably not appropriate because Easter should be focused on God. But again, it's not even, it's focused on bunnies and whatever. But it's sort of like you get a lot of couples discounts and you, you know, you want to do something romantic. And if you're just in a relationship, I say just, but even if you are in a committed relationship, the sort of environments can amplify, you know, them, them birthday privileges. That's what I'm saying, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, oh, it's Valentine's Day. We went out for this super romantic, you know, dinner, and it's like, ah, oh, you know, let's go out for a drink or this or that, and then before you know it, you know, you're swept up in the tide of commercial, commercialized uh, romance, and you're doing things or even thinking things that you shouldn't be thinking. And so um, I think the sexy holidays can be dangerous if you're in a relationship and you're Christian because of the pressure to keep things pure. Um, Not the pressure, but because of the desire, I would hope to keep your father proud and to keep your father happy um, and to not do things that displease him. Um, And so that's sort of my, my attitude towards, I used to be very, I don't do Valentine's day and I don't care. And, for the large part if I'm on my own it's just the 14th you know it's the day after the 13th the day before the 15th there's nothing special however um I appreciate that my wife likes a nice card she doesn't want anything expensive so I she's not here can say I've got her the cards and I've got her some nice little chocolate thing you know and then it's 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 nothing crazy so romantic I know I know (laughs) But, you know, if, if it's something that will put a smile on her face, why not? You know, so that, that's sort of my attitude towards it. Yeah. You know, I remember, I remember watching this interview with Kim Kardashian, and she was talking about something um, about someone wanted to um, pay her, like, a million dollars to, like, do an ad. Oh, yeah. So, but it was a competing thing for Kanye, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And then, and then Kanye said no. And then, um, so, 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 so she said that she wouldn't do it. And it was like, and then Valentine's came and, you know, and he, he gave me the flowers and uh, whatever. <laughs> but then he gave me a check for a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and the million dollars was what she was focused on. Yeah. And the flowers and presents were like, whatever. Yeah. 
can't, I can't live up to those levels. If I give I need to a billion dollars, you'd be like, where did you get it from? <laughs> He's I not think I'll be able to answer. Well, there you go. So, yeah. Oh, I'm happy with that. Anything you want to add, Moses? No, no. It's an interesting one. Um, I like the distinction that you made between married couples and unmarried couples. Um, I, I still think there's there's room to to celebrate these things within um, outside of a marriage. Yeah. But as as Peter pointed out, just the um, extra precautions. Because, mm. um, yeah. Well, no, this is the thing there's something about a you know a table at the sky garden overlooking london you know in a, in a nice little dark area that uh encourages just start to linger you know and, and 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 let's be real let's be real god's well, god christ said even if you're to think lustfully you've already mm. committed adultery you know like our standard shouldn't just be yeah i wanted to do something but i didn't do it our standard should be i didn't even think it and that's impossible without yeah. god and so yeah, yeah. obviously if you're dating then there's then there's sexual attraction oh yeah if if there isn't then why are you dating <laughs> unless it's an arranged marriage sort of situation then and that's different mm. Mm. um i had a question that just slipped my mind um How would you navigate? <clears throat> how would you how would you advise someone navigating um, unhealthy leadership within the church? Mm. Yeah, that's gonna trigger me, isn't it? <laughs> um, maybe start with how how should one identify unhealthy leadership in the church? Mm. Think, and I think we've had sort of a similar conversation to this before, but um, yeah, so refer to that episode. <laughs> but, um, I think it was a cult. The last one out was a cult. Yeah, how do you identify you in a cult, yeah. which is dangerous leadership at the very least. Um, yeah. Leaders are called to serve. The greatest in the kingdom will be a servant. And so if you're in a church, or if you're in, yeah, a church, because the church is more sticky, I think bad leadership in commercial world is normally you know dealt with or at least you know if it's not dealt with it, it, when people recognize it, they call it out yeah. people resign left right and center but in a church i think you can get swept under the carpet quite uh, quite ruthlessly um because people care more about the image of the church than the people within it um but yeah i think uh if your leaders aren't serving and, and what does service look like? I don't think it necessarily has to be they come to your house and they do your dishes, but I think at least from, from where I sit, if the focus isn't on the sheep, isn't on the people, isn't on the people's growth, the people's well-being, the people's um, maturing and being taken care of, and it's more on servicing and elevating the leaders, the, giving them the positions of prestige and you know someone having to carry the pastor's bible to the pulpit because for whatever reason his hands are too busy um, hey i'm a bearer mm. <laughs> you know <laughs> i was having a conversation yesterday um about i'm a friend who's pastor said that um he doesn't um perform oral sex on his wife 
because he doesn't want his mouth to lose the anointing. <laughs> what was he saying about his wife that would make him lose anointing? That's what I was asking. He's the anointing on her. Anoint your wife. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think I think bad leadership is that bad leadership is not what <laughs> God said. Um, it's not taking care of the sheep, and that's what Christ said. That's what Christ said. Uh, if you love me, take care of my sheep, feed my sheep, feed my, feed my sheep. And so, where leadership isn't doing that, it's bad. And of course, there's nuance, and of course, that takes many different forms. But I think if I'm trying to think of the one sort of catch-all that will help identify a lot of things it's that it's it, are your leaders cared about serving are they cared about the people or are they cared about their appearances because the pharisees were more concerned with their appearance than they were the people and thus put a yoke on the people that they could not carry themselves um, and i think churches that do that is bad now when it comes to dealing with that and i'm not an expert and i don't think i've done it in the best way uh, throughout my life but what I do think is the first your first call shouldn't just be to leave um because unless it's like abusive or unless it's thinking I think unless that's what God is saying to do yeah of course then fine but um I think if you identify and there is room for calling it out there are some good leaders that you can speak to there are there's a there's an avenue for conversation or you're in a position where you can have those conversations then like you would your family you wouldn't just up and leave you try and then you will try and deal with it so that's the first Hopefully. thing well yeah um but then i think it's that i think it's conversations i think it's respectful conversations um and it's identifying amongst amongst the leaders who is good and who will um who will respond positively to being challenged on it um, and then doing the challenge strategically respectfully just prayerfully um and 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 seeing if there is room to revolutionize from within because all churches well as so long as they gather in christ's name christ is amongst them i believe um or in their presence at least in the one or two that are gathered in his name and you'll find in a lot of churches that there are some genuine ones and so I think if challenges can be made respectfully strategically and prayerfully most most importantly prayerfully then those challenges should be made and it's worth sort of seeing of the leaders who would ally with you um, or who would be at least the most responsive and seeing if that can be worked up the chain of command um Failing all that, I think, then just get out. You know, if 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 you can't affect change and if it's not helping you, then yeah, get out. But not get out and then go and go into the wilderness. Is get out and find a good church because there are some. So yeah, uh, it doesn't cover everything, but off the top of my head, I think yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's um, good. Um, yeah. I think as well, um, just stuff like, um, even with the pastor putting himself above the congregation, 
it, there, there could be just instances where he puts culture above the innocence, uh, congregation or yeah. political preferences above the congregation or this X stance against Y stance or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, just, and he even tries to worm it through the, through the Bible somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, so stuff like that, where there's almost a sense of like an agenda being pushed as opposed to just really loving on the people and just showing, like, expressing the love of God and serving them. Mm. Um, I also think proximity to their leadership mm. plays a part as well. So obviously, mm. if you're if you're like assistant pastor, then you've got more say Absolutely. and sway yeah. than if you're just in the congregation mm. <clears throat> or you're just like the usher or something like that. Mm. But yeah, the the proximity to him mm. or her um, will determine what you can do um and I'll, I'll definitely say um not like being malicious mm. in, in going about whatever you're doing mm. and like tarnish the guy's name or the girl's name mm. um but also like really examine to see if the the leadership is actually unhealthy or you just have an unhealthy view or or an incorrect view of leadership examine your own heart yeah. examine your own heart um take care of the log in your eye before you deal with the specking so others mm. the old testament is like do not listen to an not even the new testament do not listen to an accusation against a leader unless it's coming from at least two or three people so just so don't go around talking about start whispering in people's ear oh yeah. did you see what, what but just just recognize other people are starting to like know pick up on things that you've picked up on yeah. if if it's if there's an undertone or undercurrent of of this within mm-hmm. the church mm-hmm. um yeah. and if so it gives you more of a leg to stand on when you go yeah. to another leader to be like yo we're coming it's not just me but we're coming as a cohort to be like yo we see an issue here um we believe that his heart is in the right place this and that but we may not be aware of this but yeah, this this may be the case, and then yeah, a good sign of that. Sorry, mm. sorry to cut you off, but a good sign of that would be you will notice that you're not attacking a person; you're attacking either a behavior or a, you'd be you're attacking doctrine or you're attacking a concept, but you're not attacking the person. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think then you know that okay, it's not just a personal vendetta sort yeah. of thing. It's actually yeah. this thing isn't in tune with what the body of christ should represent yeah. so yeah yeah no, robert you got anything to add um uh, no i i just said yeah um maybe just be open to yeah like like you're saying just be open to maybe, maybe that you are wrong <laughs> and, yeah. Good yeah. especially yeah. in this day and age where there's like there's just like so many thoughts Mm. about how the world should be this and that yeah if, if, if it doesn't align with what you think doesn't mean that the church is unhealthy or you're aligned yeah. Yeah. you may have a preferred style of leadership which the person isn't isn't like demonstrating and yeah there's yeah so the problem might not be with the leadership but with you so yeah examine your heart and even see if there's something that God wants you to learn from that um so even sitting with that frustration sitting with that thing and then yeah what were you gonna say Robert? 
No, I, I was going to say that just just to pick the back of that. Yeah, just because something isn't working for you doesn't mean that it's bad. Facts. Um, Facts. And yeah, and again, be careful because like, um, depending on, on, on where your position is, if you say something that might cause someone else in the church to stumble because then you plant a seed of doubt into their mind where mm-hmm. it didn't need to be planted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because then people start seeing what they think they should see based on what you said. Mm-hmm. All the conspiracies. Come on. Do you know what's yeah. even wild, yeah? Back in the day, before I before I came to faith, I was um, yeah, <laughs> I was chilling with this. I was chilling with a couple of guys from a cartel, and from a cartel, uh, yeah, yeah, cartel, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one, there was one done that was moving snaky. So I was talking to the, I was talking to the like the OGs, and and I was like, yo, I feel like you man have got a, like one snaky guy in your thing, you know. And they're like, what? Who? I was like, fam, you know what? I ain't even going to tell you. If you lot clock him, then I know that he's moving mad. Mm. But if you lot don't, then I, then I know that it may just be me, you know? Um, and I'm like, but if you lot clock somebody else, then it's peak, it? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, like this, this sense of just like not hoisting your opinion onto somebody else it may just be a, it may just be a, like something that doesn't sit right with you and that may be discernment and mm. so don't disregard it but yeah like allow other people allow other people's judgments to be formed and not try to over like over influence it and overtly or anything like that or even subvertly but yeah just yeah mm. cool I think that's the first time I've ever said on podcast that I was, yeah, but yeah, it's cool. I don't even know cartels in London. I don't even cartels in London. No, there were. I don't know if they're still about. The the guy that, the guys that I knew who were in it are all out. There's been a lot of like gang stuff around Peck and Brixton, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm quite in, yeah, yeah. And everywhere, to be honest. Yeah, we had we had a few instances of what well, they had to bring metal detectors to Croydon College. Because there are a few instances of people coming around with with knives when I was there. Well, have you seen the size of the knives that these kids are carrying these days? Right? Um, they're carrying borderline swords, man. I saw one video. I saw one video on London Road. Guy comes, a guy's driving a it was like it's one of those small cars. I don't know if it was a polo or something. Guy comes off on a bike and it looked like yeah. the guy with the car wanted to hit him. Man just pulls out like a meek, not no, it wasn't a meek thing, it was like a Rambo, you know, like the knife yeah. from Rambo or Commando. Yeah. Pulls out trying to stab the trying to get through the window. It was mad. So yeah. After the zombie knives. Yeah, them zombies. <laughs> those, even if they stab you, they're not just. It's not just stab. It's stab and rip stuff apart. Yeah. yeah. Have you not seen the guy who was giving out JB vouchers for people handing in knives? No. Yeah. Well, I think I saw. I saw. I don't know if I don't know if it's the same guy, but one guy that was like, yeah, doing doing a lot yeah. to try and get and, and he get was collecting them, the put them in his van or something, taking them to the police yeah, station. Taking a police station. I think yeah. it might be the same guy. He was giving yeah. out JD vouchers. Mm-hmm. 
So man them will literally DM him and be like, yo, what what how much vouchers can I get for this for this knife? <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll turn and they'll be like, nah, it's not enough, man. <laughs> or, or that, yeah, yeah, meet me here or whatever. So yeah, like he got he got quite a lot of knives and the knife that he was getting, yo. Some of them look like they came from bleach. <laughs> <laughs> them halo knives. Um, Zampacto. This is mad. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy how life doesn't seem to have as much value these days. Um, I don't know well, if it's there's these not as much days. understanding. There's not as much. Well, at least with like the youth, there's not that same respect or understanding that life is precious. When did the youth ever have respect for life? The no, youth, especially, don't have respect for life. Back in I our days, it'll be a fist fight thing. Yeah, and then... these days. Back in our days. Man, where did you live? You lived in London in some cushy area. Shut up, man. Um, he, he lived, he lived, he lived, he lived cush. He lived I, cush. No, no, I didn't live cush. I lived in Waterloo, but I went to any city school. I, 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 I was still in with the man then. I don't, I think. It's the depravity of man, isn't it? Youthful yeah. exuberance, I think, amplifies but there, that. But there definitely is a case of the next generation being worse than the previous because what the what the previous see the extreme for the previous becomes the norm for the next. True, true. Yeah, but then I think that's just the cycle of life. Yeah, that is the that's, cycle. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's because you're right. You're completely right there. That, that's a good way of putting it, actually. That the extreme becomes the norm for the next. And that's true. That's unfortunately true. But, so yeah. like when, when I was when I was younger, when I was in secondary school, it was more normal to see fistfights and people taking out knives and it's only like the higher ups would have guns but then guns started to trickle down lower yeah 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 and so we started off it's like we started off with fist fights but the next guy started off with knives and then it got escalated to guns and then it's now it's just guns and then yeah whatever um <sighs> them acid attacks were mad there's a whole um, there's a whole trend there yeah, wasn't it for a yeah, while yeah Again, it's just the depravity of man, man. You give us a chance, we just want to destroy things. It's sad. That's wild. Cool. All right. We're chopping up today. Joe Rogan. I heard something about Joe him. Rogan I heard something about him talking Leave about racism or something. Okay, let me, let me give a quick overview. All right. Um, so I think last week or two weeks ago, um, People were upset. Well, there was, there was this one guy, Neil Young, with this like old school. You talked about it. You talked about him pulling off of Spotify. Oh, oh did I talk about it? Yeah, you mentioned it. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so Neil Young pulled the stuff off Spotify, saying that it's either I go or Joe Rogan goes. Spotify <laughs> picked Joe Rogan. <laughs> Spotify was like, bye bye. <laughs> and so, yeah, and there have been a bit more murmurings. Um, people really wanting Joe Rogan to be taken off Spotify because anti-vax rhetoric and spreading misinformation. Da, 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 da. And then this week, um, a compilation video came out. <laughs> a compilation video so dirty. <laughs> and it showed all the times he used the N-word in, in his 12 years of podcasting. It's so dirty. And, it was about, and the clip was about five, six minutes long. Wow. <laughs> this is 12 years of podcasting. A lot of this stuff was very, very old. 
mind you, but they still got five minutes worth of it. <laughs> and then there was wild. one clip where he was like, he went to a black neighborhood and it was like we did the planet of the apes. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Yeah. So can yeah. I can I can I give a, a little bit of context? I'm not defending Joe Rogan. Now I'm gonna say Joe as if I know him on a first name basis. I'm not just saying. I'm not defending him. Um, but even in the Planet of the Apes thing, right? <laughs> in <laughs> in the actual podcast, he was going to watch Planet of the Apes and then ended up watching it in a black neighborhood and then made the comparison. But in the grand context of everything, you've got to remember he's also a, he's one of those shock value um, comics. So not just jokes, jokes, but it's like visceral, push the line sort of jokes. And so he actually said it was a, he went on to talk about how it was actually a good, fun experience. And they had all this fun in that place, being in this neighborhood that he's not used to. But then, for whatever reason, thought it was funny to say it was a planet of the apes or situation. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so that, that happened. He came and apologized. Spotify still aren't letting him go because they, they paid way too much money for him. They also have taken um, a few of his podcast episodes down. Over 100. Yeah. Yeah. Which is mad. But yeah, but he, he, he's been podcasting for like 12 years. So he's. he's uh, got... Yeah. Yeah. Like, how often does he podcast? Every day. Well, not not every day. He does it. He 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 does it in stints. So there there's like a few. Well, I don't know what his schedule is now, but he he hasn't sort of stuck to a season thing or anything. He just he will bang out like four or five podcasts in a day, and these are like three four hour long conversations. So he'll literally bang like three or four of those out in a day, and over the course of maybe two or three days he's got maybe like six episodes and we'll release them willy-nilly and, and stuff i think he's going on 1800 episodes yeah. now yeah. so if you take if you take out 100 what have you really done not much <laughs> what that's yeah. 100 people will probably never have noticed unless they particularly you know, specifically noted that episode when it came out it's it's, it's them ones where it's like people started to argue that for footballers and stuff they should be fined more when they when they park on double reds and stuff like that. Yeah. Because it's like, you're a footballer. A £160 fine ain't doing nothing to you. Mm. Like, <laughs> you're going to park, you're, you're parking the Ferrari on a double red. You don't care. I've seen this before. <laughs> I've seen this before at Valley Park. Some guy parked his Audi. It was a fancy Audi. It was a fancy Audi. And he had parked it on like, you know, you know, so you guys know Valley Park in Croydon, mm-hmm. right? It gets full sometimes, especially, yeah, you know, yeah. Friday evenings. And dude had parked his car on like, you know, it's not a parking space, but it's like with lines and it's like where you're supposed to be yeah, able to yeah, turn yeah. and stuff. He just parked there. And the attendant was going around, the attendant was stopping by his car. And I don't know if someone pointed it out to him if you're sitting by a window, but he comes out and he's just like, no, give me the ticket. Just give it to me. Don't touch my windscreen. <laughs> like, do everything you need to do. I'm going to pay it, but just get Okay, that's flex. Uh, <laughs> I saw this story um, um, about Michael Jordan um, in that he wasn't allowed to wear his Jordans like while, while, while playing basketball. Mm. Or like he, or he, he, he'd get fined. Every game he'd wear the Jordans and just pay the fine. <laughs> <laughs> because facts, he's making more from yeah, wearing it than he's paying them fines. Wow. 
Yeah. Okay. But you know what? Like, I don't know if I cared too much about Joe Rogan using the N-word too much, but I really think, I, I don't think I cared as much as I maybe would have if the timing of this video coming out mm. coincided with people trying to get him on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, so like, it, it felt like a bit of a mm. coordinated attack. Right. What did was wrong? Yeah, what, what, what did was wrong, but you trying to use this, like, storage, storage stuff to use for a rainy day to try and gotcha someone. Not, not even, I don't even but think that's... it's storing stuff. I think it's, oh, wait, hold on. This guy is being, you know, th- this is our enemy now. This is the new enemy we've got. What can we find? And it's easy to find stuff on someone that's done 1,800 podcast episodes and someone that's like Joe Rogan, who oh, part of his crazy, brand... Though. Like go, going through twelve years worth of episodes just to make that compilation—that is dedication. It's not that but hard if you if you just if you just do a word search on his yeah, show notes. Yeah. You can you can run some AI or something. Yeah, or you can something just transcribe just, it. Just, a then, trigger word. It's not that hard to get it. Yeah. But also, like this isn't new, mm. because man them be crawling through years of Twitter posts to find that one homophobic. Post. You saw what they did to Kevin Hart. Yeah, to find that yeah. one homophobic post. And then be like, nah, let's cancel this dude. Let's mm. let's do X. Let's do Y. This person shouldn't be president because he said X here. Mm. And it's like, rah. Firstly, you're speaking not speaking of. I'm, sorry, yeah. sorry. Finish, finish your point. Finish your point. It's like I'm not. I'm not necessarily speaking on Joe um, Joe Rogan's perspective, but I'm like, this this negates the reality of growth mm. Mm. of people actually growing. Absolutely, like, absolutely. Yeah. And I was going to say, speaking of presidents, Joe Biden. <laughs> There's recordings of Joe Biden using the N word. Oh, but, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, is it but, is it is different white guys got different privileges? No, it's that it's that Joe Biden is not Donald Trump, so he's allowed to get away with stuff. Yeah. He's allowed to get away with saying, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. You're not black. Yeah. <laughs> you're, getting, you're allowed to you're allowed to get away with saying um poor kids are just as smart as uh, as white kids. What? <laughs> <laughs> He said that during, like, like, like one interview or like talk he was giving. He said, "Poor kids can be just as smart as white kids." Yeah, wow. uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So, um, bringing up the past, um, how long before the past doesn't matter anymore, or, or like how long question. before one is, or how long before one should be absorbed to the past? Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's circumstantial. I really mm. think it's circumstantial. Okay, let's uh, let's take away like the stuff like rape and child molestation. Let's let's leave all that stuff. Yeah, let's, let's put abuse to the side. Whenever <laughs> I find out, it's relevant, and you're get you're catching hands when I see. Because because my thing is, if like say, your wife used to be an escort. <laughs> <laughs> How far in the past, and I mean an escort with benefits, none of this, nah, nah, nothing, no, no, stuff's happening, yeah? How far in the past does it, like, no longer hold relevance? Fam, I, I don't know. Yeah, we got biblical precedents for that, though. You got Hosea anointing. You got that Hosea anointing. I feel like anything that, anything pre-marriage should be forgotten about. Because you've decided to to to, mm. to marry this woman, despite her past, whether you knew about it or not. Oh no, 
Yeah. Hey, fam. Yeah. That's that's levels that I don't know. Because yeah, because no, because no, no, because like you said that you love your wife no matter what. That's for the future, for richer or pure, for richer or poor, for the future, not in the past. No, 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 no. But 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 you're marrying her based on who she is, based on her Mm. part, and like. That's why um, she's like all that I am. I give to you. That's not. <laughs> in part, in part, it's also what do you know of all that she is? Mm. You know, because that new information could be a deal breaker. Like, for instance, <laughs> what if you didn't know that in the past she was not a she? That's relevant. Well, that's different. That's different. <laughs> 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 that's my logical precedent for divorce. <laughs> that's wild. So I, I, I think it's circumstantial in terms of how far in the past. If if it's something and, and depends on a relationship as well. If yeah, like if if you were a sex offender 25 years ago, I don't care. You ain't coming next to my kids. Mm. Yeah, I think. Removing like those sort of things, removing the sex yeah, 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 we, and we, we do say removing abuse yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think, I think it's, I think it's, it, we're in a strange time because if you like, <sighs> what I don't know how when was Twitter and, and Instagram and stuff like that invented? Say ten years ago, fifteen years ago, oh, a lot of the things we did, a lot of the things we did wasn't codified, wasn't preserved in time. And so, you know, we, we yeah, 2010 Instagram release date, 6th October 2010. Right. right. So, a lot of the things you, you did pre 2010, you know, MySpace, I don't know, I don't, well, I certainly didn't have the idea of putting my life on MySpace or what was it, High Five or, or all of these sorts of yeah. social networks at the time. Evil. It wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't thinking. I'm putting everything I think and say and do on this um, on this website to be preserved for eternity. And so you end up finding that a lot of the things that we all sort of not make mistakes, we all make bad decisions, we all do silly things, but they aren't preserved. And so no one can go back to 2001 and find things that I said unless maybe they find a journal or whatever. Uh, or a picture. And, and, and sorry, or, or a picture, or, or a picture, or evidence. But again, even then, pictures because then you've only got a set number of pictures you can take in a film. You ain't wasting it on this random moment, if that makes sense. I mean, you say that, but there have been pictures of the Canadian president yeah. in blackface. <laughs> Multiple pictures of him in blackface. Gosh. No, but even then, even then, because like. With someone, well, is this before he had any political aspirations, or was this like maybe he's like a senator or a I lawyer think it was or like something? During like university or something. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, and, and it's it's it's. I also think it depends on how much influence you have. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of the time, a lot of people won't have that influence or status or responsibility or fame when they're doing some of those things. You know, and and so so sorry. My my point was that now, everyone's putting everything online. 
Yeah. I said, there's evidence of everyone doing stupid things, you know, or at least people that are so taken by social media. And for whatever reason, society now takes pleasure in trying to cancel people with cancel culture and stuff like that. And if that's online, people will find it, you know. And so I think it's a different situation. But I think the line is if there's been change, if there's been maturity, if there's been growth, then anything prior to that should be viewed within that context you know if there has been growth if there has been maturity if there is a change in the way a person thinks or says or talks uh, says things or talks about things then what happened prior to that point I think should be considered that okay he wasn't this person he is now and I think that's the cutoff so it's not necessarily a time for me I think it's if there's been growth or change or maturity you know because and I think also if they've acknowledged that that, that what they've done was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I Kevin Hart. He acknowledged, but even still um, they tried to come up for him. Come Joe for Rogan him has again. Joe Rogan has apologized for using the N-word before. He has. Oh, really? But they won't they won't do a compilation of that, of course. And, and and this is the thing because so my I I listen to or I've listened on and off to Joe Rogan quite a lot for two things. One, he was doing very long form uh interviews with UFC fighters and with mixed martial artists and with martial artists in general and I love those because it gave me an insight into you know I, I'm, I do martial arts myself and so I, I like to hear their stories and hear you know about their training their nutrition so there's a lot to be gained from that he also has a lot of conversations with like scientists like Neil deGrasse Tyson and um, uh, you know he'll he'll get people on there that are doing unique things in 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 you know their various uh, spheres of influence and so i liked those conversations but there's been episodes where he's used the n-word and i'll be like ah, and i'll you know unsubscribe and then i'll see that he's done an interview with this person and then i'll go and subscribe and listen to that interview again and i think after a while he he did show some maturity and he has apologized for that and he hasn't used it in in quite a while and like i said the compilation is from about 12 years ago or so they, they didn't find any new stuff because he wasn't doing all of that anymore and so i think if the if the guys one acknowledge it and he has also you know demonstrated that he has actually changed his his tune and a lot of these things what's the point why are you trying to punish him for something that he's already recognized I guess there's there's those um, thoughts of like once bitten twice shy. Fool me once, shame on me. Mm. No, fool me once, shame what? Fool me twice, then it's yeah, it's, it's a madness. Um, and so not wanting to be taken for a fool, potentially. The, the the other thing I should point out is a lot of the time when he says the word, he's referring, not he's not using the word in any sort of context. He's referring to the word. If, if you get what I mean, like mm. he's not using it in conversation he's referring yeah. to it and using it when he refers to it which is another thing like he yeah. would say oh this word is very hard it's a weird word because only black people can say it and instead of saying this word you'll say the word yeah. sort of thing yeah but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and i think it's, it's a tricky one. one yeah and i think that people need to stop being hypocrites um, because you know there's there's a lot of stuff like you said that wasn't documented i remember when it was it was funny to make fun of somalian people i never knew that but okay you never did that Fam, no, i never did that Fam, it was you gotta, remember, you, gotta remember, you gotta remember i lived in ghana for 10 years so i came back 
here with an accent and feeling like I was inferior to people because I wasn't speaking with, yeah, in it. What, bro? What, bro? <laughs> I can still sense the pain. But yeah, but, but, but the Eritreans, they weren't yeah. the ones back in the day. Do you know what? Like, Afri- like Africans in general weren't the ones with the accents and like all of them things there. Oh, so what you eat fufu, yeah? Like, <laughs> yeah, it bangs. Um, but there were like subsections within it um so yeah it was it was interesting I, I remember those days Robert and it was it was very interesting to navigate because I had almost seen I had seen it being from African to then concentrate to specific subsections where some some African countries started to become more cool and popular and others, baby. others that were just almost seen as like disease ridden and stuff like that um and just being ridiculed for different reasons and it's you you kind of get swept up in it um mm. and just do it because you think it's bants without yeah. actually realizing how detrimental it is and i think it's similar to how people forget nuance like like also like when they're reading the bible mm. in that in that context of the times matter yeah not that not that it, it made it acceptable but at the time that was yeah. a style of joke and um the style of humor that was quote-unquote in fashion and was acceptable what and, jokes are you talking about in the bible no no, no i'm not talking about jokes <laughs> jokes in <laughs> at the time growing up i, I could <laughs> see i could see the gears turning on peter's <laughs> what wait what yeah. Um, no, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But people just don't want to not understand context. Yeah. They're like they they want to pretend that context isn't a thing. Yeah. And it, and it's interesting even linking it to that because people are trying to write off the Bible and Christianity because of cultural differences. Mm-hmm. And quote unquote us knowing better than the civilizations that existed within the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these times, even with us knowing better, we still can't rebuild the pyramids. Like it's mad. Um mm-hmm. and it's not saying that just that one like feat trumps everything else, but it's just like it, again, it it's it's something that I've heard referred to as like chronological snobbery, thinking that we're better just by virtue of us being ahead of some or in terms of timeline. Everything we've learned from our mistakes without recognizing that yo, we're we're making our mistakes as well. We've learned from the previous, but we're making our own. And so a hundred years down the line, I'm sure that they're going to look at our history and be like, Wow, you lot actually voted for Trump. That's wild. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're already saying stuff like that. Yeah. Um I was like, "Raw, you man actually did a madness with Brexit, innit? Or they'd be like, oh, Rah, you actually got it right. I don't know. But um, it's, it's, it's interesting, just by virtue of us being further or later in, in, in the timeline, we think we're better than the, all those who came before us. The um, thing is, like, we're further along, not because of anything we did. We just happened um, to be born in this time. Born into this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So what do you think, like, forgiving someone of, 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 of past mistakes they may have done looks like? 
Is it like you never bring it up again? Is it okay to bring it up um, if... Um, so like, let's say, even in like the context of marriage, let's say um, you like stepped out on your, on your, no, no, let's say your, your like wife stepped out on you, you forgave her, and then you're back together. And then she says that she wants to go out with like, like her friend, the guy. <laughs> it's okay for you to say, do you forget what happened last time you were out, <laughs> you, you were out with her guy friend? Or is it, it's in the past. I'm not comfortable with you. Da, 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 da without saying the reason why we're not comfortable, which is the cheating that was there before. I'm gonna let Peter start with this one. <laughs> I think, so forgiveness isn't necessarily forgetfulness. I know we say oh. forgive and forget, but forgiveness is, okay, this thing that you did that hurt me, I'm no longer going to hold on to it. Not that it doesn't hurt anymore, mm. and not that um, not that it loses its value, but I'm not going to hold on to it. I'm not going to remain bitter on this thing. I'm going to let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as far as I know, that's what forgiveness means. Now, forgiveness also doesn't mean we don't learn from a thing. And mm-hmm. dare I say, I'm probably not going to forgive you unless I think you've learned from it, unless I think it's something you won't do again intentionally at the very least or uh, something that you don't regret and I know you know there's there's the there's the argument that even I will make that forgiveness isn't for the other person and shouldn't be based on the other person um but it's because God calls us to forgive that we forgive Mm -hmm. but I think because we are if given your example which I can't I can't see myself doing that to be fair um if if you are if you are going to forgive I think it has to be, or at least I have to be sure that you aren't going to just take that as a, I can do whatever and then I'll be forgiven. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the struggle lies in that if I'm going to forgive you, I'm going to forgive you with the presumption that you won't do it again Yeah. Um, because it hurts and, and you wouldn't want to hurt me. And so I forgive. Um, so I think it, it looks, it doesn't look like, we never bring it up and it doesn't look like I'm suddenly healed. I think it looks like when you were putting myself in that, in, in the switching it around and say, I've offended someone and the person has forgiven me. I think it looks like even though they've forgiven me, I continually not try to make it up to them, but I, I, I am, they're not expecting me to continue seeking forgiveness but I am treating it that way like I haven't I I, this thing that I did was wrong and sort of pain penance sort of thing I'm continually trying to make it out to you or continue trying to demonstrate that I will never do that again if that makes sense yeah yeah I think I think as well um it's interesting because if if my wife was to cheat on me that's like, a wrap. Sorry, fam. It's 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 peak. You know, you, you guys say that. I don't. I don't think you you guys would leave. I think you think you would leave, but I don't think you would. So I th- I think where it is is even if I stay, like there's going to be a lot of hurt and pain to kind of work through. Um, I I I don't I don't think any of us want to be in that situation. Any of us want to to have to deal with something like that. Um. Like when when we said our vows, I 
fully intended and still intend to spend the rest of my life with my wife. Like she is the one permanent fixture outside of God that I don't want to see shifted, that I do not intend to shift. Um, and so for something like that to happen, if it is to shift it, 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 will, it will be hard to leave and it will be hard to stay. Then it'll be weighing up like which is harder. Um, obviously with kids and everything now, like situation sticky, but it will be a case of like, how did it happen? Like the situations around it would be like, yo, like what happened? Um, and there's a difference between the level of intimacy presents a, a bigger challenge because if if like <laughs> you or Peter was to do something that deeply offended me, the friendship could end. I can forgive you, but I just won't be around you anymore. Mm-hmm. If it was something significant to the point of me just being like, you know what, just dead this. Because I'm not around you, I'm not always reminded of it. I can deal, I can go off and deal with it. I could forgive you. I see I'll be like, yeah, cool. Like it is where it is. And then we can kind of keep it moving. There will be a sadness that we we shared this proximity and now it's no longer there. But no relationship is as deep as as a as a spouse or should be as deep as a spouse outside of God. And to stay within that, there's there's like constantly faced with it. And even if I'm to leave. And so yeah, I think um there's um what I'm what I'm saying by saying all of that is that there's a level of intimacy that is not shared up that isn't yeah like it doesn't have an equal there isn't an equal level of intimacy outside of a marriage um and it 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 will hurt <laughs> it will flipping hurt um and so in other relationships, I can just sever ties and keep it moving and not have to see you anymore. Um, arguably, you could do that in a marriage as well. But just because of the depth of the relationship is going to hurt you all the more. Um, there will have to be a healing process. The deeper the wound, the longer it takes to heal. There will have to be a healing process. Even after forgiveness, there will have to be a healing pro- uh, process. And it's not that you're going to then rub it into your spouse's face. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm trying to forgive you, innit? So now you're under my thumb. No, that's, that, again, that's not love. It's like love doesn't, doesn't hold on to being wronged and stuff like that. Um, and it doesn't try to prove itself right. So that isn't love. But at the same time, there's, there's a recognition of our, of our humanity and brokenness. Like, I'm not Jesus. I'm, I'm not, um, and I won't be able to forgive you like Jesus. I, I, I hope I, I can work towards that, but I'm not. And so that you're gonna have to provide, like allow me some time to heal. You're going to have to recognize that if you, like I can forgive you, but if you are actually sorry for what you did, then there has to be like evidence of that. There has to be this repentance, turning away and all of them things there. So I'm going to have to see that you are actively putting safeguards in place. You're actively like doing stuff to, to, to not even prove, but just in reflection of this, of this, of you feeling sorry, you feeling remorseful. Um, and if you're not doing that, then arguably I'm, I'm, I'm setting myself up to get cheated on again, essentially. And that's no one ain't trying to do that. Um, 
so yeah it's in a marriage it's like I can forgive you but if you're not actually sorry for what you did and if the lifestyle after is it's like repentance is turning around and walking the other direction and so it's not you're not repenting unto me you're repenting unto God for breaking these vows that we've held and if you're not turning around and walking away from that then fam what am I doing Hosea had had an anointing for what he did he was told by God to go back and get his wife if you fam you can stay there and even then with Hosea he said now don't know another man fam reset reset the system bro you think that's why God used your whole marriage as a metaphor for a cheating nation and you had to sit and look at this woman. And the worst thing is, they didn't even learn the lesson. Bro. <laughs> she's, she's bearing kids and you're naming this one, not my child. You're naming this one, you'll be scattered somewhere else. Like, yo. Walking on road, man, them looking at you like, yeah, man, taps your wife. <laughs> what are you not yeah wow like yeah well so flipping it if you were to step out on on your on on your wife would you even ask for forgiveness or would you bring the divorce papers yourself and say i'm I'm cheated the the thing's finished because of all i'm i'm principled like that so if if God forbid, God forbid, but um, if I was to genuinely make a not make a mistake, how do you make a mistake? It's in, you intentionally did it. You stupid. Um, Say someone drugged me. Only way I can see this happening. Someone drugged me and I stepped out. Then I think someone spiked your drink and did that and tied me down and I couldn't do anything. Handcuffed. Yes. Um, I was raped. I'm the victim. No. Um, <laughs> I can't. If 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 I did it, then it's like I I won't because if it was the other way around, I'd leave. I would give her no. I, I not. I wouldn't try to keep her, but I'd like if it was me, I'd go. So you have yeah. the opportunity to go. Yeah. If you stay, and if I if I have truly repented, trust, trust. I'm putting air tags on everything. I am video calling you everywhere. Like I'll do the work because if I if I have truly regretted it, I think then the work needs to be done to heal. And I said that healing process, but I think for me it has to flip in the other direction. If I have if I have stepped out, then now I have to step more in. You know, if that's yeah, literally. You have all my passwords. And again, she has all my passwords. Her fingerprint opens the thing. She uses, we use the same pin and everything. So, like, yeah. But then so I'm why wouldn't you her give her the same benefit that you would want in return? Because the problem would be me. What do you mean? If it, so are you saying, are you saying, why would I leave sort of thing? Is, is that what you're yeah. asking? Yeah. yeah, because the problem would be me. It's what what that would do to me in terms of insecurities and not wanting to be in a place where I am 
constantly overthinking everything mm. and knowing that I do overthink everything anyway. And now it's like, now, luckily, and I always say this, any is pure, I was saved. I, that's not something I overthink. <laughs> you know, that's not a problem. It's not, I overthink everything else. I overthink, um, yeah, I, I literally overthink everything else. And so it's like, that's not something I need to overthink. But if that was then to come in, I know, knowing myself, that would be something I'm overthinking. And I don't yeah. want to do that. Therefore, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that, that's why. Facts. I think that there is a difference. Um, I I would overthink everything as well. Yeah. I I would second guess everything that you're doing. I'd almost start mm. like looking over your shoulder as you're having phone calls and like messaging people and stuff. And it's not even from a perspective of trying to be in your business, but it's mm. it's trying to safeguard my heart. Yeah, I don't want to get hurt again. Yeah, and so it's like it's not that I it's not that I don't trust you. But I fear getting hurt again. Yeah. And I the fear is overriding my trust of you yeah. because you've you've broken my trust already. Um if if it was the other way around, I I would come with the divorce papers. It, it, and again, it, it, it comes if if I was caught in the act, then it's peak. <laughs> then it's mad. <laughs> I, I I don't have the chance to come with divorce papers because like you caught me. Um Hopefully, I'd be wearing handcuffs and that. So I'd be like, I, I didn't have any choice. Um, <laughs> as you can see. <laughs> as you can see. Yeah, all my clothes just slipped off. And I just, <laughs> I'm a victim here. Um, God forbid. But um, if it was a case of me confessing it, then I would I would come with, with divorce papers. I would come like, yo, like, I messed up. I fully messed up. I stepped out of this sacred thing that we have. And I know that it's going to hurt you deeply. Mm. You are more than justified to walk out. You are more mm -hmm. than just like I, and, and it's not even walking out because I walked out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're more than justified to just let this, this fall apart mm -hmm. because of what I have done. Like, I am confessing because obviously I, I don't want that to happen. Like I want us to continue. Um, and I'm willing to do anything for that. But I have made a mistake. And as a man, I need to own, and not even just as a man, I need to own up mm. to this and hold my L yeah. if we do go, if we do end up going our separate ways. Um if I get caught in the act, then obviously, then I have, yeah, it's mad because there isn't that sense of like remorse and I've come to you. It's like, yeah. no, you found it. Yeah. And so now it's like, it's are, you even, are you even sorry you did it yeah. or are you sorry you got yeah. caught? Yeah. 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 Sticky one. How about yourself, Abba? Um, If I stepped out, I'd come to the divorce papers. If Andrea stepped out, um, you demand a, a whole pass. No, 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 no. But, but I don't think I'd try and divorce her. Mm -hmm. really? I think, yeah, it would. It, it, it definitely wouldn't be the same. Mm. Like, <laughs> I'd, I'll happily go sleep on the couch downstairs, you know. Um, but I don't know. I feel like as as the guy, there's a different responsibility that I have compared to her, 
Mm. Okay, so it's just been my favorite story in the Bible. So, or, or, or one of my favorite. Oh, stories. your favorite? Because <sighs> he was on a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's it's. I I do I do yeah. recognize that there is a difference in terms of weight of responsibility on the man, even loving as Christ loves the church. Mm-hmm. The church steps out on him on a daily basis. Um, <sighs> yeah, he still died for us. Um, and that that is a heavy, heavy load um, to see the person you love constantly failing you, yet you're constantly washing this person in your word by your spirit to draw them up into a space um, where they can really stand with you. Um, that is a heavy task. And all I have to say is I'm not Jesus. <laughs> well, but, uh, I'm, Jesus. I'm, but also I think that don't try me in my head i've because i feel ass. <laughs> in my head i've, I've, I've just come to a point where, well i was i've always been a point where it's like i wanted to be married once mm-hmm. and so this is my one marriage yeah oh no i don't think i'd remarry i don't think bro. i'd remarry definitely bro. Bro. Oh, no, 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 yeah 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 but i think this is my one marriage this is like, mm-hmm. like this is the thing i i ask god for i ask god mm-hmm. i ask for it to be Andrea, mm. and so um, yeah, it's a bit messy right now, but um, I have responsibility to love her, and it, it's crazy. I still have, even though she cheated, I still have responsibility to be head of the household. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know? So I have to find a way. It's mm. wild. It's so wild. If if a situation like that happened, I genuinely don't think that I would be able to trust. Like. To like really commit to another relationship yeah to genuinely commit and be like yo like i'm gonna i'm gonna give you my all and everything's there i i do i do think that i will have i will have like the the traditional rebound period i, I will just be getting right i'd be getting reckless and it's it's it is to like just soothe it is to just like yo just i know that this ain't gonna solve it i know that but it's just like yo you know what i can't do another i can't do another serious relationship yeah that there will still be the desire for companionship but i won't be able to do another serious relationship all right so 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 cohabitation yeah fam man shack it up (laughs) no I know, I know. I would, I would start doing everything. I'll, I'll get six jobs, <laughs> six full-time jobs. I'll start training full-time. I'll do YouTube. You start seeing my YouTube. You know, Peter was If Peter ever Podcasts. gets mad ahead, she'll be like, "Yo, Peter, is anything like, is anything good?" Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think, and and I think it will be interesting as well because obviously, um, in my case, I would literally have three kids by two women and i'm having to like do saturday drop-offs and all of them things there and it, it, it's just yeah like the, the reality want, of it most women don't even want a guy that's got one baby mama <sighs> nah, but I mean, you say that but i'm trying, i know i know i know <laughs> I, 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 watch, I, watch Love and, I watch Love and Hip Hop when I'm doing dishes. Maybe oh. doing the most. 
bro. I'm this 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 is real life, real life. Man, seeing, yeah, man, them settling with chicks with like three, four kids from different that different guys and stuff. That's I'm so long, like, bro. The sense like baby, baby mama drama is like expected. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not on it. I'm not on it. Um, definitely you know, playing against that. It might lead to the freedom. Sorry. It might lead to a freedom. Freedom. Mm. But but here, here's the here's the thing. Yeah, if your wife steps out on you, it's gonna lead to a freedom with another guy. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, if, if, if she steps out on me, she's not even like to have male co-workers anymore. She can go work with a housewife. or something, bro. Don't go, go, go work with Bravissimo, because they know um, they know I'm higher men there. I've tried. <laughs> they, they, they have men supervisors. In Bravissimo? Man's looking Where? downstairs. What is this? Have you seen my brush up? Okay. No that man's looking downstairs. Mm, mm, mm. upstairs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think we've had enough fun. Wow. Wow. Can I go first? Yeah, sure. Um. Oh, actually, no. I, I I I need to change my hookup because I don't know if this is legally um. Acquirable in this country yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go first. Uh, my hookup is a movie on Netflix. Um, tick, tick, boom. Andrew Starring Garfield. Andrew, Gar- Andrew yeah, Garfield. Yeah. It's a really good film um, about this theatre director who's having a bit of a existential crisis because he's turning thirty and he hasn't, he hasn't made it yet. He really wants to make it. It's a musical, and the songs in it are really, really good. He's got Vanessa Hudgens. Hudgens. Yeah. Wow, she looks so old. Hmm. Oh, we didn't say that. I don't know her, but okay. Yeah, really good movie. Really good movie. Mm. Definitely watch it. On normal Lighting. speed, though. Yeah, Sorry? No, normal TV. Watch it on normal speed. Yeah. Oh, normal speed. I thought it was a normal TV. None of these illegal stuff. <laughs> My thing, if you got a switch. Pokemon legend Arceus Arceus yes Arceus yes Pokemon legend Arceus caught that yeah caught that and think thank Pokemon, you when you caught that think 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 Pokemon mixed with um, Zelda Breath of the Wild come on graphics are beautiful gameplay is stunning and Robert's being a pagan he's not buying it isn't <laughs> It's not the kind of game I, I'm into at the minute, but, you know. Cool. Um, my hookup is a new season of Hot Ones on YouTube. Uh, first We Feast. It's, um, it's essentially just an interview thing, but they do it over hot wings, uh, increasingly hotter wings, chicken wings or cauliflower wings if they're vegan. Um, but it's the, the guy it's that... Spicier. Yeah, spicier, spicier. Yeah, sorry. Um, the guy that does the interviews asks very, very impressive questions. Like they do their research and have really good conversations. So I really like his interview style, Sean Evans. Uh, so first we feast hot ones is going to be my hookup because that's legally watchable in the UK. 
Do you want to give a hookup for those who maybe aren't in, aren't in the UK? For those in America. <laughs> <laughs> um, HBO Max, Peacemaker. It's a spin-off Yay. of um, spin-off of Suicide Squad. John Cena is amazing in it, and it's so bad. There's a lot of profanity, but it is it is so funny. Um, so yeah, Peacemaker. Yeah, it's a bit gory for from. It is a little bit gory, yeah. It's a little bit bloody, yeah, yeah. James Gunn, who directed the Suicide Squad, the latest one, he direct, he directs it. Yeah, and and he did you Guardians of the Galaxy as well? He did Guardians of the Galaxy as well. Yeah, so when he's given free reign to do a bit of a crazy thing, you know, they tried to cancel him as well. Speaking of people, they canceled. Oh yeah, him. no, but no, but he said something wild. He did say something well. He said something with, to do with kids, but again, <laughs> it, was, it was from years and years ago. And he was trying to be, he was trying to be, uh, he was trying to be shock value. And again, that's not the person he is at the time when they were trying to cancel. I think this was Guardians of the Galaxy Two time or something like that. So. Cool. All right. Um, shout out to Reed for the intro outro music. Calvin Turner for the ordering amazing logo. Twitter at the Furnace UK. Instagram TBS Furnace. Email tbsfurnacehotmail.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash Baxter's Furnace No Apostrophe. On all good podcasts, websites, and apps, Baxter's Furnace with No Apostrophe. And that's it. Happy Valentine's Day, people. I'm one. Mm-hmm. 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 Wow. Yo. No, okay. <laughs>